What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? We got a big football show for you this week. So for those of you who love the NFL, we got a lot. We have the end of Coach's Corner, and then we kind of preview the the playoffs. How we talk about the betting lines and how we feel about uh, the teams the teams' chances for winning. So that's about it. Coming from a couple amateur betters and amateur, uh, well, I don't know about amateur. We're pretty. We're I think we're journeymen at this point when it comes to NFL football. We've been in the game for so long. We got a lot of skin in the game. Uh, for those of you who who don't know, I'm sure a lot of you already do, but our families has season tickets to the 49ers since 1979. So we've seen a lot of football. We've seen a lot of superstars. We've seen a lot of Hall of Fame. We've seen a lot of great moments. And so we, we know a little a thing or two about this game we call football here in the U.S. of A. And so, yeah, so it comes from that uh, experience. And we also have some great beers. Uh, I have a big, huge barrel-aged barley wine and Sorcerer Chromatic. It's a really nice, really nice, really nice, a real nice pale ale. So, uh, yeah. So we will uh, drink those and review those uh, just like we always do. No beer news this week and also no uh, cold brew list because uh, we just go over the coach's corner. That's our cold brew list this week. So it's all football and a little bit of beer. And for those of you out in Arizona, it's still not too late. You can get tickets for Copper State Beer Festival 2023. It's happening on Saturday, January 14th. I'll be there uh, with my microphone and my mixing board. And I will be interviewing uh, some beer people from around Arizona. And so you're going to have some uh, good bonus content coming up in the next couple of weeks. So that'll be a lot of fun. Can't wait for that. And Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Untapped. And I'll try to do a a couple Instagram lives, or not Instagram lives, uh, Instagram story. I guess it is Instagram live. I was thinking Facebook live, but I guess they do call it maybe Instagram live. So I'll be going live on Instagram a couple of times on Saturday. Um, For those of you who want to check those out, uh, you know, feel free to drop me a line, say hi, and I'll try to respond if if I'm not uh, using the other side of the camera. So <laughs> I'll be honest, I really have no idea what I'm doing or what I'm even saying right now, because I always say like I'm going to do something and it's not going to come through, but I will be there. That is a for sure. I'm going to be there. I even took the, the Friday night off of work so I could be up there there up and early because last year I got there like, I think like with like 20 minutes to spare. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I parked in the wrong parking lot. I parked in the overflow parking lot, which was all right, but it took a while. I could have drove onto the field and, and, you know, unloaded my stuff and I ended up like carrying everything. It was, I was a mess. So uh, this year I know what I'm doing, get there super early, set up, say hi to everybody. Uh, I already have a couple of people who uh, I penciled in for interviews and I'm going to try to get a couple more. I was, I was thinking maybe even just going around and seeing if people want to just come, come and sit down, you know, try to, try to lure people into my uh, windowless van. Anyway. <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna have a lot of fun, and I hope they will, and I hope y'all too. Uh, those of you out there who uh, go to the Copper State Beer Beer Festival, this is the second annual, and it's just getting bigger and better, baby. So, without further ado, it's time for another cold brew. Yeah. <laughs> Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios, I am Greg, he is Sir Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer and football. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? No, not bad. Not bad at all. Did you have a good time at the Maybe game? For, oh, yeah. You know, it was a, it was a nice game. Uh, getting cold here. We're getting uh, some, some weather out here in uh, in California, which is uh, hampering everything. So, um, luckily, though, uh, the the news on the weather was wrong and it was a nice day so we were told it was supposed to be rain during most of the day yeah so, and there was some the sun that, the sun came out yeah yeah i mean it was still cool however um yeah it was, it was a clear day actually now that you mention it yep and, we, um, we could see that on the tv yeah considering they said it was supposed to rain like right before kickoff through the whole game mm-hmm. i was definitely relieved 
Then what, what was it last year? There was, there was a game last year that was, you guys were just soaked. I thought it was Miami, but I guess Miami was this year. There was a game last year where you guys were yeah. just uh, uh, drenched the whole time. Yeah, that was the Colts. That was a Monday night game. Oh, okay. All right. My bad. Monday or Sunday night? It was a night game. Yeah. Yeah, and they called it the, the first time I heard the phrase atmospheric river. <laughs> That's right. And then a bomb cyclone, I think. That was a. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. That was the. And, and you guys had they both. both back by the, you guys had both this weekend, right? Or this week? Something like that, yeah. Man, yeah, it, actually, yeah, this weekend. How is it right now? Is it, is it really bad? Um, no, it's really windy. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, where I, where I live, it's, it's sprinkling a little bit, but it's going to rain again tomorrow. Yeah, and I, I, I think I... Well, I have the... Uh, on my app, on my weather app, I have uh, our old hometown where you live right now on the uh, the app, and it's supposed to rain like all week, basically, right? The, or a chance yeah, of rain all week? Yeah, high percent chance of rain all week. Yeah. Man, well, I hope you guys weather the storm, you know, uh, literally and figuratively. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who are without power and everything. So hopefully they get through the, the week and uh, come out um, dry on the other end. And ready for your week. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You ready to get to the beers? Sure. All right. So today I have from our friends down in Anaheim, California. Bottle Logic, in collaboration with Ritual Brewing Company, I have their Arcane Rituals. Arcane Rituals is a uh, it's not a year it's not a year round it's a seasonal, and it is an English style barley wine, with uh, aged in a blend of bourbon, brandy, and so I'm trying to read up the label. It's it's like a a metallic purple with with black writing so it's kind of hard to read um so uh blend in a uh age in a blend of bourbon brandy and vsop cognac barrels it's a 2022 release and it is in a uh 500 milliliter bottle and it is let's see here's batch number three so this is their third one and i'm looking for the the ABV. Oh, there it is. 12% alcohol by volume. And uh, they have a viscosimeter and it's about just a little under five and a half. I don't know what that means. Um, that is new to me, but without further ado, um, pop off. Thanks to our friends at Eagle Cap Off. And what do you got? I have from our friends down at Liquid Gravity. Ooh. Located in the beautiful central, beautiful central part of the state, specifically San Luis Obispo, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, off of Clarion Court, if you will. I have their Hail from the Crypt. Ooh, nice. I was going to try to do my Crypt Keeper laugh, but I probably can't. All right, so yeah, Liquid Gravity's uh, Pale from the Crypt. Guess what kind of beer it is? Uh, it is. <laughs> it's a Saison. No, it's actually a uh, Pale Ale. Oh, I was this close. <laughs> yeah, Pale from the Crypt. West Coast Pale Ale, 5.50% ABV, 40 IBU. Pale from the Crypt is a big, bold, unapologetic West Coast Pale Ale. It boasts a robust aroma of Peaches, tangerines, and passion fruit, a backbone of, uh, I think it's supposed to be two row barley, spelled wrong with that, it's mm. row. Um, caramel malt, and uh, field wheat. Mm-hmm. Act to balance the beer for a finally satisfying experience. The typo I uh, called out is uh, correct on the can, so uh, hopefully when they hear this, so. And um, it kind of has some cool artwork because there's like a, a wolfman on it and like a like a guy with like a grave digging lantern, although he's got a shotgun. But yeah. then it's got like the little the little uh, comic book uh, bubbles, if you will. That would be like on the title with like the little windows of of, uh, of different people. So it totally got the art for it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And without any further ado, pop off. Very nice. 
So this is a barrel aged English style barley wine. Um, it is really big. It's <laughs> it is a big beer. So the viscosity meter, I guess it that's for mouthfeel. It is, uh, you know, like a medium mouthfeel. It's not very thick, um, and it's not like a thin, like crispy type beer. It's right in the middle, a um, little bit sweet, and that's a lot from the that a lot has a lot to do with the barley wine, um, kind of like a toffee caramel type sweetness. And then um, it's got like some dried fruit, like some raisin date type fruit in it, like you would expect the barley wine to have. And um, then at the end, at the finish, it's very warm, very warming, going down the uh, the throat. Kind of like a, um, I wouldn't say it's like a sting of alcohol, but it is a warmth from like the, the brandy and the bourbon uh, barrel aging. So it's really good, man. This is a really good um, barrel aged barley wine. I'm super glad I got it. I got it over at ground field at litchfield park in litchfield park uh for my buddy ian's place i know i i uh talk about them a lot they do not pay for the show just want to give a shout out because uh really appreciate uh the stuff they do out there so um and yeah. Pay? yeah maybe <laughs> yeah maybe like after a while maybe i can get them to uh sponsor the show we could use a sponsor but you know it's, it's what we're going into we're about to roll into our this is our eighth year we started our eighth year and we need a sponsor for the show so maybe we can get an Ian to sponsor the show. What is it? An NIL deal? Something like that, yes. Or maybe an In, NDA. Likeness. <laughs> or an NDA. <laughs> Don't okay. talk about us. <laughs> yeah. Just shut up over there. Yeah, we'll give you. Yeah, we'll, we'll pay you not to talk about it. Yeah, go talk about that. <laughs> How do you mean? Shit. You see that he that his boys post? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, what do you got? Or like, how's your beer treating you? I mean, okay, so um, you know, in this world of uh, those those uh, zany and crazy IPAs, yep. going back in uh and getting a pale ale that's done well is uh, quite refreshing, and this one definitely mm-hmm. it, it is what it said. Like with the uh, the the peach and the tangerine, that type of light, you know, light fresh fruit. Oh, I like that. Mist to it, and um, not crazy hoppy, but it's got a little hot kick to it, so it's it's really enjoyable. Very nice. I I, I do like it, um, the peach, the stone fruit in my uh, in my ales. So totally down with that. So we will rate these beers later during our untapped portion of the show just follow us on untapped search cold brew podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back but right now it's time to get into the heart of the show it is time for my favorite segment on cold brew because i know it's uh your favorite segment it's time for the last installment this year of coach's corner Yes, here we go. Um, the uh, NFL regular season has been completed. Yep. And, well, to remind, uh, for you listeners that have been following, um, there's no surprise, but for you newer listeners, uh, the 2022 NFL season started with 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, and new, new head coaches. Mm-hmm. We just followed and tracked them to see how they did, and here's how they did. First up for the New Orleans Saints, um, the last what four five weeks of the season, uh, Dennis Allen. He went three and one. Wins over Atlanta, Cleveland, Philly, lost losing to Carolina to finish the season at seventeen and ten. Seventeen. I'm still not used to. I'm sorry, seven and ten. <laughs> I'm still not used to the. Uh, the odd number you know yeah yep oh yeah because just just uh yesterday or saturday sunday they came out with the uh, um who each team is playing next year and it's like okay you know everyone plays their division then they play like the 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 uh the teams that also plays first in in their conference or uh at their spots in their division yeah the same place finishers yeah the same place finishers yeah 
Then they play an opposite conference division mm-hmm. that's rotating randomly, and then they play one bonus game. Yeah, and the, and the bonus game is again. Well, this year I think the 49ers have a AFC. I think I think it's the Jaguars, right? Yeah, it would be the the AFC South champs. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird that way. But anyway, so go ahead. Okay. Oh, and by so, the way, the, um, the coaches are, we're going by uh, alphabetical order um, by their last name. There you go. So that was Dennis Allen, the Saints, seven and ten, no playoff. Uh, uh, what it, place did they get in the South? I, I want to say second. Yeah, they had to because Todd Bowles that first place with eight and nine. <laughs> he's the, yeah, he's the next on our list. How did he finish right. up the the season? Uh, well, Tampa Bay, they lost to the Niners 35-7. They lost to Cincy. Um, they beat Arizona. They beat the Cardinals, but then lost to the Falcons. I think the Arizona lost that game more than the Bucks won the game because they just they were up, I think, 21-10 in the fourth quarter, and then they gave up two touchdowns uh, in the fourth quarter. It was just it was horrible. The only reason I know is because I, I put money on Carolina, and I was pissed. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, with that in, um, even though with the losing record, the fact that they won the South, they do get a home game too because they are the fourth seed as right. champions. They're they're not the first one to do that, by the way. Right, the first one under the seventeen game schedule. Yeah, good point. Yes. Um. Next up, Brian Dayball, the New York Giants. Hmm. Uh, let's see, he finished up the season, uh, lost to Philly, and they beat Washington in that rematch. Then they lost to Minnesota, barely, and they beat Indy, lost to Philly. So they ended up 9-7-1. They're second in the NFC East, and they are the sixth seed right. going into playoff. Next is your boy... At Eber. We're number one. Yes. So in the last uh, weeks, um, week, week 14, they had a bye. And they lost to Philly, lost to Buffalo, lost to Detroit, and lost to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Finished the season 3-4. and four. Number one draft pick overall. No play. Nope. And they still beat the Niners back. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, they what do you call it? They they get the first uh, pick in the draft, and yeah. I think Eberflus still is going to keep his job. That's what they say. And mm-hmm. like I hear all this stuff about how great Fields is doing, Fields is doing, but he's not winning. Right? Yeah. Well, he he got hurt first in Philly, then he so he was off for Buffalo and Detroit, then he came back from Minnesota. Huh. But he's been doing great. But I mean, like it. And you've said it before on past shows, is football is the ultimate team sport. So one player can't win a game. Right. Next up, from your Denver Broncos, your boy, Daniel Hackett. Terrible. He, yeah. He, uh, on week 14, he lost to Kansas City. Then he beat your Cardinals. Yep. Thank you for the notice. Then he lost to the uh, Rams. Big game. Was that the Christmas game? Yeah, that was a Christmas yep. game. Yep. Yeah. It was huge. That was a big, huge loss. That was terrible. Yeah, like fifty-one. Yeah, it was like it was like the college championship. Um, <laughs> Shit. And with that, he ended up getting fired. Yep. So his first-year coach did not finish the season. Now is it? I think it's. Uh, Fifth time in the NFL history where a coach, uh, first year coach, did not finish the season with that team. That's crazy. I know, right? Yeah. And the funny thing is, the guy who took over for him wasn't even on the staff when the season started. Right. Yeah. He got brought in like in week five or something like that. I think I forget. I want to say week two or three, but he's okay. a, he was special consultant to help with time management. Mm. Granted, this this guy did have experience with the with the Ravens, but I think he was. I don't even think he was with the. Well, obviously, he wasn't with the team at the beginning of the year, or else 
they couldn't have got him. So, uh, Jerry Rock, Rossberg's name, and he finished with a loss to KC and a loss to the Chargers. Right. So that puts them at. But they they were both one score games, though they were they were close. That's true. So they were four and thirteen on the season. Yep. All right. Moving on. Josh McDaniels. No, sorry. <laughs> Mike. Mike McDaniels. Let's see. Week 14, they, uh, the Dolphins, they lost to the Chargers, and they lose to Buffalo, lose to Green Bay, they lose to New England, and then they win over the Jets to put them in the playoffs. At, what are they? They're the seventh seed, right? Yeah, no. yeah, they no. Uh, are they the seven seed? No, no, they're, they're, yeah, they have to be. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's Ravens, Chargers, and um, and them, yeah, 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 because they are the seven seed because they're taking on Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's two. Yeah, so Mike McDaniel's he uh, gets to a eight. I'm sorry, nine and eight record. Playoff first. Yep. Whatever reason I thought Pittsburgh made it. No, but the no, because the Dolphins won Pittsburgh's out. Yeah, Pittsburgh finished strong. And you know, real quick, uh Mike McDaniel, he looks like and if if it was like a rom com, he'd be like the uh the protagonist's uh, um like friend who nobody likes. Yeah. <laughs> or he'd be like he'd be like the hater. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, an, acquaintance of, like yep. an acquaintance of the love interest and just throwing like random jabs. Yeah, and then, he really does. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole audience is against him and jeering him the whole time. <laughs> he really does, man. And I never, really paid, I never really paid attention until like a couple weeks ago what he looked like. I'm like, this guy does. He just, I mean, obviously he's, he's a brilliant football mind, <laughs> but just his, his look, he just looks like a. Like a little squirmy dude. Word. All right, next. Next is Josh McDaniel, the Las Vegas Free. <laughs> Week 14, they lose to the Rams with some Mayfield magic. Mm. I was on the team for two days. Comes in and beats them. I know, crazy with like two drives in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, then they beat New England. On a crazy last-minute play in, yeah. in overtime, right? I think I forgot to put overtime. No, it wasn't overtime. It, it would have oh. went to overtime. It was going to go to overtime. That's right. But with it... no time left, yeah, they returned the ball. You're right. Then they lose to Pittsburgh. They, they blimpered that one away. Yep. Uh, they lose to the Niners in overtime. Oh, that's the one I forgot to put OT on. Yeah. That, that was a crazy game, too. Yeah. Then they lose to the Chiefs. And they're six and eleven on the even. No, terrible. Oh, and I forgot to mention the last two games they benched him. Oh yeah, Stidham. Bob Bats did him. I and I, I know why Derek Carr lost the this year because of the that tux he wore at his wedding. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Next is Kevin O'Connor. KOC. Kevin Medjerio. <laughs> Pez. Cherry flavored Pez. Right. So the Vikings, they lose to Detroit. They win miraculously to Indianapolis. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Hey, I, I won like uh like twenty or no, I won fifty bucks on the game. Thank you. No, hey. Because of that game uh, in a fantasy football league, I was the lowest seed, and I and I won because uh, I I had Justin Jefferson was my was like my first round draft pick. Yeah, but I had presents in because um, Lamar Jackson was my quarterback. He was hurt, so you had so to put just, somebody in. Just, yeah, so like cousins had four hundred yards in the second half. I don't know. <laughs> just what? And then what? Justin Jefferson had a bunch of those right. I, I put those yards. It just. Yeah, I put money on him uh, after the half, and I even put an adjusted line of like I think I was like plus thirteen and a half just for the second half alone, 
and it was like mm -hmm. a, a plus 527 uh, bet, and, and I fucking hit it. I just put it just because of the, the value. I'm like, they, they have to s score some points, and they're probably going to get close but not win. I can't believe they even fucking won that game. Right. Look at you. Mac is Mac in the making. <laughs> and then the, the next game against the fucking Giants. It, it went to the end. And what's the name? Uh, Greg the Leg, right? Hit a hit a 61-yarder with time expiring. Oh, yeah. That, I remember that. Okay. So they beat Indy. They beat the Giants. They lose to Green Bay. And then they beat Chicago. So... Kevin O'Connell got him to 13 and 4. Mm -hmm. They're the NFC North champs, number three seed overall for the play. Moving on. The Duval County's finest, Duval Ducky. <laughs> um, yeah, she put it on this last, uh, this last stretch. Uh, wins over Tennessee, Dallas, the Jets, the. Texans and then Tennessee again going 5 and 0 to sweep the last leg of the season and 9 and 8 overall. Wow, so they were they were um 4 and 8 and they ended up 9 and 8. That's yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> big big time, man. Yes, they were cuz they also had five losses in a row. So. Yeah. Jeez. Peterson right in the ship and yeah, a lot of uh other props was given to, to Trevor Lawrence getting into his own. He mm -hmm. will. I think it was that that Dallas game is when they they established themselves as a real contender, and then I think they started believing themselves after that game. Seems like it too. I mean, and well, the defense helped the Jets and the Texans to three points each. Too. No. Yeah. Yep. And moving on, Levy Smith. Let's see, week fourteen, he lost to Dallas, lost to KC, beat Tennessee, lost in Jacksonville, and then beat Indy by one. For a final score of our final season of three thirteen and one. And Debbie Smith was fired by the Houston. That day too. <laughs> they didn't even wait till Monday. They fired him that day. I have I I believe that because I heard that a report that management or the owners had a a meeting with him before the game. Not right before the game, maybe the day before. I think he knew he was out. And he's like, fuck it. I'm uh -huh. going to win. I'm going to win on purpose just to fuck him out of the, the first draft, uh, first pick of the draft. I get that. I mean, because that's the thing, too. Like, it's like, you know, throw the game so we get up the draft pick. But then it, 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 you already got a bad enough record anyway. So it's 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 easier excuse to fire him. Mm -hmm. But or, you, and I, you, know. you and I said from the beginning, he, this, he was just a placeholder for one year. Yeah. Yeah, sadly though that no surprise. It, it, yeah, sadly he was kind of used like that. So that was the originals, and then um, some new contenders uh, entered the contest. Uh, Steve Wilkes took over for the Panthers in week uh, what was week six. So he finished up the season, uh, beat Seattle, lost to Pittsburgh, beat Detroit, lost to Tampa, beat New Orleans. So the he went six and six with an overall record of seven and ten for the Carolina. Mm -hmm. And then of course Jeff Saturday, very controversial hiring. Yep. He um he finished up the season um well with the bye week in week fourteen. Then he lost to Minnesota in the overtime game we talked about. Lost to the Chargers, lost to the Giants, and lost to Houston. He went one and six. The Colts overall went at four, twelve, and one. And then I already finished with Jerry Rossberg earlier, yeah. And yeah, and that puts uh, the overall coaches' corner record for the year at, at seventy-eight and one hundred nine and two, yeah. So a winning percentage of forty-one point. <laughs> but look, there's one, two, three, four, five playoff teams. I so know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just looking at the surface. Kevin O'Connell, obviously, he probably, he probably did have the best landing spot overall, now that you look at it. Um, 
going into the year, I think we said McDaniels probably did have the best landing spot, and Bowles possibly. Yeah, because uh, uh, out, out of all the teams, the Bucks went to the playoffs. Right. Well, so did the Vikings. Oh, they did. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I do not remember that. Oh, you mean last year? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, last year. Um, yeah, I believe the, the Vikings missed it last year. But yeah, so um, I think, yeah, uh, Dable probably did the best with what he had. A lot of people are talking about him coach of the year. Um, McDaniels was a, was a surprise. Um, but now, like, big question mark with quarterback, what's going on with that? Uh, Wilkes held his own, considering the, the talent on that roster. He was able to do 500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Eberflus his sophomore year and uh, what Dennis Allen's going to be able to get going. Yep. And, of course, Jeff Saturday. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think they're rehiring him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was looking through NFL.com and uh, they were talking about coaching and GM just for the interviews. Um, there's nobody. Oh, real sca- quick, yeah. Uh, uh, real quick. Um, although not a participant, um, what you call? It? We know uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury was fired as well, right? So that's another opening. Yeah. So Lovey, um, Hackett, Kingsbury, yeah. and Saturday. And I think that's it so far, right? Well, the, the Panthers. Oh, yeah. But besides the interims, yeah. Besides uh, Indy and, and Carolina, they still have to interview too. Uh, so. Uh, I, well, yeah. I thought we were just talking about well by default. I thought we were talking about openings for next year. Yeah. So far, that's it. I thought there'd be more. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see if you have a if a if a playoff coach gets in. Yeah, that'd be that'd be strange. There's still rumors that there's still rumors that McDaniel, but oh yeah, McCarthy, but McDaniel might have a can too. Hmm. Because he too was like a placeholder, like supposedly the uh, Stephen Ross was going to make a move for Sean Payton. Oh yeah, you talked about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So on the uh, the dirt sheets, uh, nobody right now. The Cardinals are not um, haven't scheduled anyone. For the head coach's job, but they have scheduled people to interview for um, general manager because Steve Kime is a step down because he kind of bowed out with health issues like in December. And so he bowed down and so they're going to interview for a GM. Uh, this is according to NFL.com. Uh, the Carolina Panthers uh, have scheduled uh, Steve Wilkes, um, the interim coach, and Jim Caldwell, former Lions and uh, Colts head coach. They also requested uh, Ken Dorsey from the Bills, uh, Ben Johnson from the Lions, Frank Wright from the Colts, Shane Steckine from the Eagles, and Mike Kafka from the Giants. Uh, the Denver Broncos have scheduled a hero Evero, who is their uh, defensive coordinator right now. He's scheduled. Um, they interviewed Jim Harbaugh already from uh, Michigan, uh, former 49ers head coach. Uh, they requested Raheem Morris from the Rams. They requested Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, and DeMar- D'Amico Ryan's from the 49ers. Uh, for the Houston, Ooh. yeah, for the Houston Texans, these are all requested. No, they haven't um, completed or scheduled anyone yet. These are all requested. Uh, Ehiro Evero again, Jonathan Gannon from the Eagles, Ben Johnson from the Lions, Mike Kafka from the Giants, D'Amico Ryan's again, and Shane Steckine. So there's. It seems like there's a pattern go- going on here. A- uh, Evero, Gannon, Johnson, Giants. I mean, Kafka, Ryan's, and Steichen. Um, the Colts have requested Aaron Glenn, Lions uh, defensive coordinator, and then Evero again, Johnson again, Morris again, and Saturday. They are going to uh, <laughs> interview Saturday and Steckine from the uh, or Steichen from the Eagles. And that's it right now from NFL.com. What's the rumor in the Valley? Right now, there is no rumors in the Valley. Right now, everyone's talking about the Suns. Uh, 
Then I went to the. Yeah, well, I mean, the Warriors are without uh, Curry right now, so they're the Warriors are nothing without Curry. No, he played tonight. Oh, he he's back. See, that, that's how much I pay attention to be, uh, basketball. But I did go to Sharks game tonight, though. They played against the Coyotes, and they're no longer at Gila River in Glendale. They're playing at Mullet Arena at, uh, at the ASU, ASU campus. I thought it was funny. Like, oh. Mullet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they spell it with two T's, but uh, and Mullet, the, the hairstyles, is with one T. Um, but... I went with uh, my buddy Eddie from Hobby Craftsman. He said uh, that first game of the of the season, they passed out bandanas or yeah, um, not not bandanas, but uh, um, headbands with the uh, like mullets in the back. So they they are playing with the uh, the name. And yeah, it, it's just it, it's super small, man. It's like a five thousand um, what do you call it? Five thousand person arena. Yeah, capacity, and it's just like a, a small lower bowl with some sweets around the top, and there's no upper bowl at all. So, so like they're not a bad seat in the house. I can only imagine like the uh, the visiting teams coming in and like, really, we're playing at this fucking place. Using you know everyone's uh, in the NHL, they're all used to playing like in seventeen, eighteen thousand seat arenas. Right. And they get to this uh, college uh, venue, um, but the city of Tempe is—they uh, put it on the ballot, and they're going to look into building a new uh, stadium for them um, over a, a, a dump or a landfill. <laughs> so, uh, in the in it's it's still a few years out. I mean, they haven't even developed. They haven't even done a. What do they have to do? Like an ecological survey. The well, report. Yeah, yeah, so they, they haven't even got to that step yet. So it, it's still a few years out. But from what I hear, it's the largest landmass in Tempe, Arizona that has yet to be developed. So once that's done, they, they really have no other place to grow. <laughs> the the city does, unless it's up. Hey, um, how far is Tempe from Uh, It took me 45 minutes to get to the game. Okay, so that's like on the east side of the valley, right? Yeah, ain't that too bad. I met I met up with Eddie over at the shop beer company, um, like around five, and we got there and we were just you know shooting the shit. You know, I had a couple beers, then we went over to the uh, the the venue, and um, they have like a, a it's basically like a marketplace type deal, like a self serve um, marketplace, and that's where they sell their their beers. It's kind of cool. That and he was telling me like. They don't like card you or anything unless like you look super young, but they're really there just to make sure you know how to use the self-serve checkout and to make sure you have to open the beer before you leave, before you leave the marketplace area. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if, if that's so, uh, they make sure you don't throw a, a full beer can onto the ice. <laughs> it probably happened before. <laughs> Remember we went to the cow palace and, uh, I think it was macho man. Randy Savage got tagged by a fucking full bottle of water. I thought it was Mr. Perfect. That could have been him, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those guys, one of the old school guys. Hey, um, uh, well, some questions. What, what's wrong with Gila River? Why are they out of there? Oh, they they just had uh, contract disputes with the city. Oh, really? Yeah, and they wanted to move over to because I guess there was a um, they didn't live up to uh, what the the city didn't live up to the the promises of the contract. So they're like, we're, we're not going to renew. We we wanted to move over towards uh, the East Valley where there's more... The population density in the valley is skewed more towards the East. You know, I'm talking about like Scottsdale, Gilbert, Tempe, uh, Chandler, that whole area. There's a lot more population out there. It's a lot older area. You get out there to, to Glendale. The Glendale side of uh, 101, that's the highway. It's very... The population density. But you get to the West side of 101, it's very sparse. And there's not a lot. There's not really not a lot out there. So, um, yeah. And, and I think even the the Cardinals are aren't too happy with Glendale right now because just from what I hear from my own beer community, Glendale is a very hard city to deal with when it comes to like bars and entertainment and um, you know just setting up stuff. Uh, 
fun stuff like that uh, that you and I like to do. So when it comes to entertainment and uh, bars and you know clubs and nightlife and stuff like that, Glendale is a very hard city to deal with. And so I think uh, not just them, but like there's only one brewery in Glendale, and I think there's a reason for that. So I, I just uh, but they have that whole little district down there. That's kind of weird. Yeah, but it's all like corporations and stuff. So they're they'll they'll deal with those guys because they they got pockets. They got deep pockets. Yeah, so you know you go to that the entertainment district and it's all like you got AMC Theater, you have Yard House, you have Buffalo Wild Wings. You know you have uh, um. What else is there? Johnny Rockets is there, you know. So they have a, a very diverse, uh, um, you know, uh, selection. Dave and Buster's is there, but it's all corporations, it's all uh, deep, deep pocket stuff. So it's fun and it's affordable, but it's also like you can't get in there if you're just like a startup. You you really need a um, some backing for the to just to get in there. And it's not just that area too. It's all over Glendale. Yeah, Glendale's not that great. Well, then, way to end the show on a downer. Nah, no, no. Um, it has been. No. <laughs> thank you for downloading. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of the playoffs, man. Uh, let's get let's uh, roll right into the, uh, the NFL playoffs because I mean, Glendale is hosting the uh, Super Bowl this year, so there is a chance our 49ers might be playing one more game in Glendale, Arizona. Very true. Um, so we have uh, uh, we got a lot of games, uh, not a lot, but we have a few games this week um, in the playoffs. Six games, in fact. Um, who you liking, man? Who you liking in the games? Um, put it this way, I, I don't see any upsets. I'm, I'm I'm going with uh, the chalk right now. All right, um, that's interesting because the the chargers it, earlier this evening when, when i was hanging out with eddie at the shop beer company it was a pickums now that the chargers were laying one and a half like when they first came out now they're now the, the jaguars are laying one yeah because uh that receiver's up for the Chargers. yeah and, and bosa's hurt right or he yeah, got hurt in the game but bosa's been on ir for like half the season yeah, but he also got re-injured during the game. I think he he was playing, and then he got kind of hurt. I don't know if his how bad the injury was. Oh, I didn't know he was back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to uh, uh, call some bullshit on the NFL, though, uh, putting the uh, Seahawks and 49ers on the Saturday afternoon game. Only because, like, that's, that's like the, the shit game. That's usually, like, where the, the Texans play the Titans. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the, the that's like the AFC South game. That's like the what it should be on, in that game. It should be the uh, the Giants Vikings game. The the two overrated playoff teams. Yeah, I get you. That that's the thing with the Niners and the Seahawks in the bad spot was that they were the only like true West Coast team, at least for the well the Niners at least for the home home game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and. I, I do like your take on it or your spin on it. Like, you know, if if the Niners win, then it gives them that one extra day to rest for the 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 next week. I, I, I do like right. that spin. And, I appreciate that. In fact, though, too, I thought that they should have looked at it schedule-wise. And um, even last week, gave the Niners a Saturday game. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because they're in the playoffs, and if you know if they win, then at least they get a week's uh, preparation time. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to say rest for the players because they're working. <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean, I'm, are you I, sure Bosa was back? I'm looking at the stats. He had no stats at all. That, that that's what I that's what I heard. So I I I huh. barely watched the game. Okay. Um, and then uh, Saturday, the night game uh, is uh, Chargers at the at the Jaguars. Who do you like in that game? Oh, because uh, I would I'm ask you my, in that um, first game, but I know you like the the Niners in that game. Do you like them with the points, or or do you like them uh, just money line? It's, I have to think. Dude, I mean, I don't want to just say, oh yeah, it's great, but I mean, because ten's big. I mean, you hardly get ten during the season. Yep. You get ten in the playoff game. 
I mean, it is a home game. Um, you know, they did beat the Seahawks twice. Um, the last game was by eight, but the Niners ended up like downing the ball like at the Seattle three. I mean, they could have poured it on if they really wanted to. Yeah. So um, they they were going for the know, W, not the points. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a thing. Although the Seahawks are down their number one tackler, uh, uh, Brian Jordan or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. something Jordan, um, <laughs> Montel Jordan. <laughs> no, it's like Brooks, it's like Jordan Brooks or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, I'll just take the Niners twin. I mean, I don't care about the foul point. Yeah, although they have been uh, toward the end of the year, they have been covering this, their spreads. Except for the Raider game. Yeah, I like I like I always see I just like all the, the, the chalk right now. So like yeah, I could see the Jags winning. Mm. Um Bill's gonna slaughter the Dolphins. Yeah, especially without Tua. Yeah. It it's that's a done. Oh wait a minute though. Yeah, the Giants Vikings, right? You're seeing that next? Yeah. They got twelve <laughs> they got twelve o'clock cousins. Okay. <laughs> it's not prime time. No. But all eyes on on cousins though. Yeah, I still go with the Vikings. All right. And then um, Ravens Bengals. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is Lamar playing? I've I've heard I've heard conflicting stories. I've heard some people say yes. I've heard some people say or a couple of people say no. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking over I think it's gonna be a, a a front runner weekend. Yeah, the the Cowboys are like one and four this year outside on grass, and they look really yeah. bad last uh, last week. But Tampa Bay didn't look that much better, man. Tampa Bay is not a good team. I don't know how they they're just in a shit division. If they're in a better division, they yeah. they would not have won it. Right, but they did beat the Dallas Cowboys week one too. Well, week one, week one's always out the window. In Dallas. No, all right, maybe not. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. Uh, you know what? Uh, two and a half points right now. If it was like three and a half points, I might have taken the Cowboys. Now that it's two and a half, I think this is a it's a field goal game. So, if it's in field goal game, give me the points. I'll, I'll take the Bucks on this one. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, crazy. And and if uh, the Giants, Vikings, I would both. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the Bucks and the Giants with the points uh, parlayed. Let's see what that is. Bucks is minus 105 with the points, and Giants are minus 110 with the points. Together, they're uh, plus 273 right now. I like that. That's good. You know, you put you put like 10 bucks and you win. Hold on, let me see. I think uh, you win like. 27 bucks right yep the payout right. is yeah 370 37.27 so yeah maybe i might take that who knows we'll see i can't believe you uh california didn't uh pass the uh, the betting law so bad so bad oh i know you've asked me before about uh horse racing um they just uh announced in arizona you could bet on horse racing but you can't go through like, well, you can go through like Caesars and FanDuel, but when you do that, they send you to another website like tvg.com or something like that, and you have to set up a new account. So just for horse racing, you got to open a different account. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible. You, you, I don't know if you can, you can even do it on the app. Maybe you, if you open up an account and then you establish on the app, then maybe you can do it through the app. Uh, but yeah, so. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not into horse racing that much. I, I watch one race a year, and it's the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> so I don't know if it's worth my time. Sorry. All right, man. So how's your breach ring? Good. That's it. It's not gone yet. No, not yet. All right. Yeah, neither of mine, man. I've been sipping it, and I poured myself a. Well, it's been a short show too. That's true. I haven't talked about that. <laughs> so we're going to rate our beers right now on Untapped. So uh, whip out your phones and search it for us on 
untapped. You had uh, Pale from the Crypt? Yep. Pale from the Crypt. There it is, by Liquid Gravity Brewing Company. Out of San Luis Obispo, Slow Town. I heard uh, Colin Hanks, you know, son of Tom Hanks. He's uh, doing documentaries. He's doing a documentary on John Madden. Yeah, so that'll be coming out soon. Uh, we have a couple friends who've rated it. What would you like to rate it, though? I'll be with 375. Okay, right now, everyone, it has an overall rating of 3.93. Two of our friends have rated it for an average of 3.87. So you're right there, 375. What what, um, what notes would you like to leave on it? Um, It's sweet. Sweet? It's happy. And balanced. Very nice. Save and check in. Let's see uh, which of our friends have rated it right now. That would be Aztec77 gave it a 425, and Jose Alatriste gave it a 3.40 twice. Um, I like this one right here. This is the. Um, Bot Logic Arcane Rituals uh, for a barely's barley wine, pretty fucking good, man. I'm gonna give it a four two five. So let me see, let me pull it up here. Arcane. So I I had to look up see what Arcane stands for. It means like mysterious or not very well known. Um, then rituals, of course, is rituals. So uh, let's see here. Oh, there it is. And right now there's an overall rating of 4.35. None of our friends have rated it. So we are the first of our friends to rate it. I'm going to rate it 4.25. And I'm going to say it is. It is sweet. And uh, smooth. And strong. The three S's. The best S's. Check in. All right, man. Anything else you'd like to add to the this week's podcast? Um, no, man. Hope everyone's New Year's off to a good start. Yep. And I wish the same. So thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.